uniting thousands to worship one. This is United Breaks Out. Hello and welcome to the final New Wine FM Breaks Out podcast of 2021. We are so grateful that you have joined us over the past few days as we have found out more about the organisations that support New Wine, as well as speaking to many churches across the country, finding out about what they are doing in their local communities and their engagement with United Breaks Out. We hope that you have found out just a little bit more about what New Wine means when they say local churches changing nations. Coming up in today's programme, we hear from Martin Thomas of Sat7 about their work broadcasting Christian television to the Middle East and North Africa. And also from Connect Radio here in the UK, where founder Gareth Cottrell explained to me how he hopes his new approach to Christian radio can impact the lives of those who listen in. And Paul Harcourt closes our week of podcasts with a prayer for new wine and for the year to come, and that we can all meet in Peterborough next summer. United 21 on New Wine FM. So first, Jen spoke to Martin Thomas from Sat7 about their work broadcasting Christian media across the Middle East and North Africa. Well, we are delighted to be joined by Martin Thomas, who's the Director of Engagement at Sat7. Thank you for being here, Martin. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Really good to be with you today. We'd love to hear a little bit about Sat7. Some will have heard of you, some may not have. So tell us a little bit about yourself and Sat7. Well, as you said, some um, of you might know us really well. You've seen us at uh, the events we've done with New Wine over the last few years, but others won't be so familiar. We are an international media ministry. Uh, We bring life-changing joy to the people of the Middle East and North Africa. And how do we do that? Well, we do that through powerful, faithful television and digital media programs. So we've actually got a viewership of over 25 million people. And, Jen, it's our 25th anniversary uh, this year. So uh, we have lots of celebrations. Oh, congratulations. 25 years of God at work through you guys. That's amazing. Now, normally... People might come and visit you in the marketplace or market town at New Wine United, and this year we can't. If I were to come to you in the marketplace now, let us know, what would you be wanting to say to us? What what are the challenges that you've had over the year? Um, And uh, I know we're coming up to one year since at least 200 people died, a thousand injured at least in the Beirut explosion. Um, What impact did that have on your work? Well, indeed. Well, there's, there's a lot to unpack there. Well, if you were to come to our stand this year, we would want to talk uh, to you about a, our diverse range of faithful programmes. Now, they're made uh, not by us necessarily in the UK, but they're made by and for local believers right across uh, the Middle East and North Africa region. Um, we actually produce and broadcast programmes in the three main languages of the region, so Arabic, Farsi and Turkish. We have studios um, in London, that's our Farsi studio, as well as in Cyprus. We have studios in Istanbul, as well as in Cairo and in Beirut. And we would really want to share uh, with New Wine participants how these programmes bring much-needed comfort, um, encouragement and affirmation um, in, a, in a region that's often marked, as, as you'll know, um, by, by conflict and poverty and persecution. And so these programmes uh, bring this encouragement and strengthen people's faith and, and help um, people who are asking questions about faith find some of those answers. Uh, and one of the amazing things, as you'll know about media, whether it be on a satellite or, or digital media, is that we're actually able to bring that straight into the heart of the family home on, on TV, on mobile phones and other other devices. And um, I think it's amazing 
opportunity that we have now with media to present the gospel in new and innovative uh, ways. Um, now, you, I know you were saying just now about the Lebanon crisis over this whole uh, COVID pandemic uh, period, as you can imagine, uh, for Christians in the West, we've had new experiences of, of lockdown, of actually streaming church on, on Medium, like many people across the region. Um, but for those in the region, the, the COVID pandemic has possibly intensified some of those trials. Uh, so whether they've been facing conflict or poverty or persecution, the COVID pandemic has, has just really added to that. And, and you mentioned the, the blast in Beirut um, just over a year ago. And indeed, that's where one of our main studios is based. And, and so uh, we were affected by that, but we were able to continue broadcasting and indeed to actually be with uh, the local church on the ground as it sought and still does seek uh, to serve the local community in, in the aftermath of that. And God has been at work, hasn't he, through Sat7? You've seen growth in your viewers, is that right? Uh, we've seen huge growth and contact. We get over a thousand people uh, contacting us every day. And again, because media is so flexible, uh, people are able to contact us or message us on Facebook or on some of the other apps like Telegram and, and WhatsApp. But they're also contacting us um, over the phone um, and through other kind of apps and it's our 25th anniversary and we've wanted to kind of launch um, a new opportunity. So we actually now have a new platform called Sat7 Plus, which is the, the first video on demand, Christian video on demand service for the people of the Middle East and North Africa in, in English, Arabic, Farsi and Turkish. And that's just launched this year. Wow. Now, freedom of religion, freedom of belief, this is something that's quite key to you guys at the moment and something that you would probably be wanting to let us know about. What would be your main message to those involved with New Wine United breaks out this year? Thank you. Well, they are key. Now, Article 18 um, of the UN states this, that everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience and religion. Um, but people from New Wine will probably know um, that that right is denied to many um, right across the world but particularly for Sat7 in the Middle East or North Africa we know that the believers gen face harassment and they face isolation imprisonment violence um, and even death but as I've just been sharing um, Sat7 and the power of media we do have that power to actually bring those stories right um, to, into people's homes we can allow Christians to share their stories of, of life-changing joy and even though even though the um, the the region is often marked in the news and, and even now in the news about Afghanistan, we're hearing uh, issues of conflict and issues of despair and persecution. Um, and yet we know um, that there is joy, that there is the possibility for Christians and those outside the church to find uh, faith. Um, we know that statistics are really hard to kind of read, that 79% of the world's population face obstacles to the freedom of religion or belief. We know that it's probably one of the biggest issues of our day um, of people being able to live out their faith in freedom. And that's one of Sat7's passions. And if we were having a stand, we would be wanting to share with New Wine um, that Sat7's programmes are able to encourage isolated Christians in their faith when actually the church that they go to, the only church they can go to is actually the one um, in their living room. Um, but we're also just not focused on Christians. We're able to enable others who are outside the church to actually give them a fresh perspective um, of who Jesus is 
and what the the core message of Christianity uh, is in today's uh, world. We know that at the moment, less than 1% of the world's Christians live in the MENA region. So we have a real passion with SAT7 to enable people to understand these issues uh, and to pray for them and to support them. Well, I can see the heart behind it and I can see how that has motivated and driven you and your staff, your teams, your volunteers. If, if somebody's been listening to this today and it's, it's pulled at their, their heartstrings, they're, they're feeling God nudge them, how can we engage? How can we get involved? Um, and for those who just want to be able to cover you in prayer, how can we pray? Thank you. Well, I think there are some key questions. Um, we do want people to engage theologically and to think about these issues. So, for example, a key question maybe to, for folk to think about today is, what does the Bible say about how Christians should advocate for the rights of others who hold different beliefs or worldviews uh, for, from your own? So those are questions that we'd like people to consider. Um, we'd really love you to pray um, with us, we we thank God for Article 18, don't we? These, for the UN, for these for these institutions. But we really do want to pray that these um, words that are embodied in things like Article 18 actually can be lived out on the ground. So we would be calling on uh, people from New Wine to pray uh, with us. And if there's just time, I'd I'd like to maybe read one of the testimonies out because if you want to pray with us, you can order a free testimony book called 40 Testimonies of Faith where we've just written down little uh, quotes and uh, stories uh, from real people who have shared their testimonies uh, with us and I just have one to share with you now uh, we'd like you to pray for Shaheen in Afghanistan and he says this I live in one of the provinces in Afghanistan that's under the control of extremists by watching our programs I've come to know about Christianity and wonder if it is true I'm tired and heartbroken by the lies and unrighteousness I see around me. But more importantly, I'm asking why it is that people are denied freedom of thought and self-determination. Now, that came in uh, from Shaheen in Afghanistan. And we have something called our viewer support team. Now, they got in touch with Shaheen. They were able to explain to him more about Christianity. And he did accept Jesus as his saviour. And we really thank God uh, that we receive these types of testimonies. And so if people from New Wine would like to learn more about these testimonies, uh, then they can get in touch, they can engage with us um, at sat7uk.org forward slash newwine. Brilliant. I'd love to pray for you and for Sat7 now, and uh, hopefully then others will continue to uphold you in prayer from, from this point forward. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Shaheen and that testimony. I thank you for those who were able to reach out to him and answer questions and lead him to you. Thank you, Father, that you are at work through Sat7, that you are reaching out to hundreds of thousands of people. And I lift up to you each person who's involved in Sat7, whether that's a, a paid staff member, a volunteer, or somebody who's praying or financially supporting them. Father, thank you for all of the efforts combined for your kingdom, seeking to not only share your love and our testimony of, of your love to us, but just to support people in their own beliefs as well, Father, and in the freedom of religion and the freedom of belief. We are afforded this in this country. We are so grateful that we have this and we have to remember that uh, it's not the case all over the world. So would you continue to work through Sat7, continue to equip and enable and resource Martin and his team as they seek to reach out further afield? Would you enable them to reach out through media? And um, Father, I pray that you would bless their work. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
thank you so much for joining us today, Martin, and for telling us about um, the work of Sat7, but not just the work, the heart behind it, the reason why you're doing it, and the need for it as well. And so I just echo again, if you would like to know more, their website is sat7uk.org. And if you go to forward slash new wine, then you'll get those testimonies of faith that he mentioned. Let's continue praying for Sat7. Thank you, Martin. Thank you very much for having me and thank you to all of New Wine for your support. Local churches, changing nations. This is New Wine. We spoke to Gareth Robinson earlier in the week who told us about New Wine's church planting ministry. So as part of uh, New Wine, I head up uh, church planting training and uh, on Friday night in the arena and then uh, on Monday night in Impact, we've got the privilege of launching four new church plants out of planting hub churches. John McGinley has been working in the background to identify churches that either have already planted or are committed to planting And I've then been working with those churches, with the people who are about to plant out uh, new churches, just as we did five years ago uh, into central Manchester with New Wine, so that we're trying to share some of what we've learned. We're using the book that I wrote that got published this year called Stones and Ripples, 10 Principles for Pioneering and Church Planting to to help build something of foundation for our planters, to encourage them to think uh, about the character of the leader and then what it takes to grow from vision through to multiplication so that we're not just planting churches but we're planting churches that plant churches. The dream is to see many people come to faith as we send out new church planters to establish new communities of faith or revitalise communities of faith that might have um, dwindled in number or gotten older and unable to do something significant in their uh, local situation. So it was really exciting to be able to prep people for that. And uh, those four people were basically guinea pigs uh, on uh, a new thing that we are launching, a a training cohort, which we're inviting anybody who is uh, planning to plant in the next 12 to 18 months to join in with this year long cohort. You'll get some video sessions uh, and then some Zoom calls with me. There are six sessions that I will do in person with people on Zoom. There'll be an invitation to a retreat with other planters. Uh, There'll be uh, plenty of stuff to work through with a a coach or a mentor. There'll be connection with the planting hub that's uh, hopefully closest to you as well. All to the point that this time next year when we are hopefully, please God, in Peterborough, there's a whole bunch of churches that we're able to be commissioning. There's lots of other churches I'm sure that are being planted uh, but these are the ones that we're saying well, look, what can we do to put our, our weight and experience and training behind to try and bring the best out of you. There's all sorts of things that people could do uh, but we want to offer this to people and if anyone's interested in that then you can email churchplanting at new-wine.org churchplanting at new-wine.org we'll send you an application form it's really straightforward um, and then we'll invite you into the cohort once that process has been done
that, as I say, the heart, the desire is to play our part in seeing new people come to faith, trying to reach those who are as yet unreached, whether it's into uh, a, an area that's not been reached or, or a new housing development or, or into a church that's been in decline and wanting to restore some work there. And so I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to share what we've learned here in Manchester and things that others have learned all around the country. Church planting has been part of the new wine story really ever since we started. And it's been a real joy to play a little part in helping uh, think through well, what does that mean for us in our day and in our time? What can we do to make the most of the opportunities that are out there? Uh, so just want to encourage anyone who's thinking of planting something out in the next 12 to 18 months to email churchplanting at new-wine.org um, to get in touch with me and we'll be able to walk together through the next year and we'll be able to cheer you on in your church planting journey. Uniting thousands to worship one. This is New Wine. Now, as you will have heard throughout this year's New Wine FM Breaks Out podcast, we have been speaking to local churches across the country to find out what they have been doing in bringing United to their churches and communities. And we have been amazed at hearing about what God has been doing. My name is Sarah Tyndall. I am the um, Operations and Events Coordinator at the Lantern Church in Murley, which is just outside the town of Wimborne in Dorset, a really beautiful place to live. Our vision statement as a church is to share God's heart, to uh, reach the lost, grow the found and transform our community. So it's been amazing this year to be able to exercise that alongside some of our new wine activities. We're a fairly large church, a thriving church, really well resourced um, with equipment and people. Um, so over UBA this week, um, we've been able to transform our church building into a full-on new wine kids venue. Our kids worker is actually the Southwest Regional um, kids worker as well. So we are massively blessed to have her, Ruth Grist. So we have our own gunge tank uh, made out of a shower cubicle and lots of bunting and that sort of thing. Um, it's been amazing to have the church filled with kids. We've had about 60 kids coming in right through from Friday morning through to Tuesday morning, um, hearing about how God rescues us. So the amazing thing about that is we've encouraged our youth to come in as helpers, just as they would be encouraged to do that at the New Wine conferences. And it's been incredible to see our small people with our slightly larger people um, uh, celebrating and worshipping and learning about Jesus alongside one another. Um, and then in the evenings, we've transformed one of our other halls into a youth venue, lots of beanbag chairs and fairy lights and plants and candles. And um, it's been amazing to then have our youth back in the evening, treating them to pizza for those that have been serving in the morning and then dialing into luminosity celebrations. Um, each evening and then in addition to that over the weekend over Saturday and Sunday we've been able to um, change the church around to into an adult venue um, gathering in for the Saturday evening and Sunday evening celebrations and Sunday night the real highlight actually was after the celebration we had a bit of a, a our own after hours event um, the youth served us hot chocolate mountains and smoothies and snacks and we had made a 
a church band and it was just really a really amazing time. There have been some really lovely stories coming out from our kids' work and in particular one of the lads, only um, five or six, um, on the first morning had a picture from the Lord. Progressively over each morning that picture has developed um, the Holy Spirit has just been speaking gently and consistently to this um, to this boy and actually the Lord has added words to the picture so that's been really precious. Um, one of the leaders had a picture um, during a soaking session of Jesus um, ministering alongside those children um, uh, uh, individually but all at the same time because he's God, he can do that. Uh, a member of our youth was hugely encouraged on um, Sunday evening as well. She'd been praying with somebody and had a picture from the Lord. Somebody then um, confirmed that word. Um, they were just wanting to pass on a word of encouragement and it completely confirmed what the Lord had given her during that ministry time. So um, it's just really incredible to see our young people connecting in with the heart of the Father. The importance of the family being together, seeing our children and our youth and our adults celebrating together, serving one another and connecting in as a family as a whole has been just absolutely incredible. I'm Isaac, uh, I'm a curate at Christ Church uh, Flackwell Heath. I love new wine and I've been involved with new wine for a little while. Christ Church Flackwell Heath uh, atop a hill just outside High Wycombe. Uh, the church has uh, probably around 200 members, approaching 200 members. Christ Church's vision is to be a welcoming community where everyone flourishes in life and grows in faith, equipped to show and share the goodness of God to all. And we just love doing that. Uh, and we love looking to grow deeper and grow bigger and grow up with God, with the Holy Spirit within us, uh, welling up and encouraging us. For uh, New Wine United Breaks Out this year, we've, uh, we've done lots of things. Three of the key things that um, we know people really love about New Wine uh, is the worship, uh, the teaching and response time, and the time just spent being together uh, as family. So we've had lots of different things on. We've had uh, a quiz night following the evening celebration on Friday. Uh, we've had fish and chips on Saturday, bring your own picnic. And we've loved joining in with some early morning prayer, the morning celebration and all we've heard there. Uh, and the evening celebration as well, we heard Francis Chan speaking about the importance of uh, lifting God up. It was such a challenge, but it's such an important thing. And we've just been looking to see, see God in and ourselves decrease through this weekend uh, as we allow God to permeate all parts of our lives. Uh, and then we had a really wonderful time uh, worshipping the Lord. We had the morning service in the morning. We've had some fantastic live worship uh, and we had barbecue in the afternoon. I think barbecues are so new wine uh, and we just had games outside, time to catch up with one another and to discuss all that God's been doing and we've had plenty of time for response as well with words of knowledge uh, and pictures uh, and God, where God's called us to respond in lots of different ways as we've just loved coming together and being church together in person, uh, loving God and loving our neighbour. I think what's different about uh, meeting at something like a new one United breaks out is that it's a chance for us to come together in a very specific dedicated time where people have made space at Christchurch this uh, weekend. We've had uh, 
people from six different churches, six different local churches. And I think that gives such a great picture of what God's church is. We have local churches, but local churches come together all as one church, God's church, worshipping together from all our different backgrounds, uh, knowing that we go out into different places, united in Christ and the Holy Spirit within us, are holding us together and drawing us closer and closer to God. I think a lot of people, they've not been to camp at New Wine before. They wanted to see what it's like. I think by the end, they were just overwhelmed by the experience of New Wine, all that New Wine's provided, all the community we had, all the time we had together. And we're really looking forward to having more people come in coming years to New Wine. We meet again in person in Peterborough. So my name's Charlie. I'm the ordinand at uh, Holy Trinity Church, which is in Staley Bridge towards the east of Manchester. And our church is um, a town centre church. We're not a city, we're just a little town, but we are based right in the middle of town. And our vision um, is to love, grow and serve, to love each other, love God and love our town to grow um, discipleship with God, to grow closer to him and to serve um, our local area and serve Staley Bridge. Um, And we're really passionate about um, being in the middle of town and the opportunities that that gives us to to reach out to to his people, whether they know him or not yet. We have um, right from people in the 90s and 100s down to newborn babies. And we we love family um, at Holy Trinity. We love bringing everybody together, celebrating, all of the generations and seeing God move through each generation and just building that community um, to be honest to, to see God um, seen through each stage um, of our lives and it's just yeah it's a lovely place to worship this weekend during United Breaks Out we've streamed the morning arena sessions and the evening impact sessions um, in church just on our large screen um, but invited people to come and to worship with the music that's been offered and to hear the teaching and then We've also prayed for people and offered ministry after each of the sessions. Um, And then we've also had some kids work, which has been led by our vicar over in our our church hall. And they've been following the children's work and doing action songs and just having a fantastic time of reconnection. And also doing uh, following luminosity with our youth. So they've been meeting in the mornings and the evenings as well to do that. Also, because it's such a perfect opportunity to gather the church back together after we've been so dispersed over the last 18 months, um, we've been putting on a couple of events. So we, um, on Saturday afternoon, we organised a church walk, which was from the church um, around the local area. Um, for any any ability, we made it quite straightforward. Um, so we went off for a bit of a hike around, around the area. Uh, we had fantastic times of conversation, of chatting, talking about what God's been doing and of, um, of just kind of getting to know each other again after such a long time of being separate. And then on Sunday, we had a fantastic afternoon of a picnic. We've got a park just next door we don't have a um, because we're a town centre church we don't have a, a sort of end grassy area around us we're right in the middle of the town so we went off to the park down the road um, and at least I'd say about 45-50 people came and we just sat and we ate lunch together and the kids played and we laughed and we just had such a lovely time sitting in the sun well there was a little bit of rain because it's new wine and you've got to have a little bit of rain um, but we just listened to each other shared stories and reconnected so that's it's been pretty simple to be honest but actually that's been lovely it's been really nice just to offer um, new wine to people that wouldn't normally come because they can't camp or don't like camping and they've really engaged and really enjoyed it so we've had a fantastic uh, few days of just hanging out together in our church building and of listening to great teaching 
uniting thousands to worship one. This is New Wine. Gareth Cottrell from Connect Radio joins us today. Hello, Gareth. Hello, how are you? Yes, I'm not too bad. And yourself? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. Tired, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Tell us a little bit about Connect Radio and your position in it. So Connect Radio is the first and only mixed format Christian radio station in the UK. So when we say mixed format, what that means is we play appropriate non-Christian music and we play Christian music under one roof, all on one format. Uh, And my position here is breakfast show presenter and uh, CEO of the organisation. Okay, so how did it come about? How did Connect Radio start? Oh, how long have you got really? So for (laughs) me, I've worked in radio for 20 years. Um, I've done the rounds in commercial radio, BBC, uh, community and Christian radio. And during that time, I just felt that there's a real gap in the market. There's people that are not being saved because they wouldn't listen to the likes of Christian radio stations that we've currently got here in the UK. This was something that was placed on my heart around eight years ago, really. And at the time, I was in um, a successful commercial radio job and um, it was all great. And I didn't want to leave that because everything about it, it was good. I was comfortable. I was uh, interviewing the stars. And my prayer, I guess, was that, God, if this is you, then I've got no experience at all in ministry or even Christian radio at the time. So I said, provide for me. Make me aware that this is something that you want. And about a month and a half later, um, I had a call from the boss at UCB and he'd heard me on the radio station that I was working at and he invited me in. I covered a few shifts in the afternoon and then, as they say, the rest is history. And uh, I was there for four and a half years. But into that four and a half years, I was reminded of this ministry that was placed on my heart and I began to have these real exciting stirrings of the spirit, I suppose, where I knew that this was where God wanted me. But I also knew that I needed to train more. I needed to know more about Christian radio and the ministry that goes along with that, because, as you know, it's not just about radio. There's a lot more behind the heart of it than that. At UCB, I've, I met some wonderful people and I keep in touch with them still, but it was a learning curve for me and I could make and I could work on this product that God had placed in my heart. So we stepped out in faith and we did this around a year ago where basically we had a computer that was just playing out music. There was no shows, there was nothing there. And we were doing this as a way to see if there is any interest there. And we found that very quickly there was interest and our audiences, they were going up and up. And bearing in mind, we weren't doing any promotion whatsoever. So this was going on and I almost had this (laughs) friendly monster, I guess, that was sort of uh, there and it was growing, it was growing. And I faced this challenge because I was known as Gareth from UCB and they were the people who were employing me at the time and I respected that. So I couldn't have this other radio station happening in the background. So what we started to do was, me personally, uh, I began to step away from the project and I handed it over to other people who were involved at the time and then we began to get advertisers on board and we began to get people wanting shows and wanting personalities on air 
Again, I started to pray and ask this God, I've got a mortgage to pay. I've got a young family. I can't just work voluntary on this project. So if you want me there, provide. And advertisers kept on coming on board. And then one in particular, Mercy UK, they said, well, we will sponsor the breakfast show if you were to start one, but we want Gareth to present it. This was just before Christmas of 2020. So uh, me and my wife, we were praying. Uh, I was talking to my pastor about it. And wise counsel, because I always think that a decision this important, you can't just make it on your own. You have to have wise people around you and you have to ask their advice, people who know you really well. And it just felt right for me. So I handed in my notice at UCB. And my final shift there, I think it was the 18th of February, 2021. And then I went full time with Connect on the 1st of March with The Breakfast Show. And since then, it's just been a whirlwind of just doors opening up. And uh, our audiences now are massive, really, for something that's been going only a few months. Uh, We've got proper studios now. We've got a full running order of presenters in evening time. We've got Tier Fund involved there in Advertise. We've got the Church of England got cap we've got mercy ships we've got mercy uk we've got loads of big names who see the heart behind it and they're supporting us and we're supporting them to reach an audience that they wouldn't be able to reach with any other christian radio that's currently happening in the uk so do you have a team of people behind you as well involved with the ministry full-time or even part-time So we work on the principle at the moment that we're building it as we go. And we haven't tried to fool anybody with this. So, for example, I was the only daytime presenter. Um, I am at the moment, but in August, uh, early August, our new mid-morning presenter starts. And we've been completely honest with people who listen and said, look, if you want more presenters on air then you need to contribute to this. You need to support us financially and uh, you need to pray for us. And they've done that. So every time we need something, we ask our listeners for it. And we've been blown away by the generosity. So at the moment, I'm doing the breakfast show. And then we've got a presenter starting with us. I'm not sure if I can say who that is yet because uh, we've not told our audience that yet. Uh, So that will be announced soon. And we're building it as we go. So we've got presenters in an evening time they were voluntary we've also got a management team behind us Uh, we've got a board of directors a pastoral team as well who just keep us all in check because what's important is that yeah we're the people on air um i'm i guess the driving force behind this but i need people to keep me in line i need people to keep me in check i need them to make sure that i'm going in the right direction because if there's one thing i've learned with ministry and a career in media it can quickly go off in the wrong direction so i'm determined and we're determined as a group that we want to keep this a godly project we want to keep it going in the right direction so you're saying you want to keep it going in the right direction so what is that direction what is your heart behind connect radio well the heart behind it is there aren't many if any christian radio stations that target a young listener so we're targeting people between about 25 to 45 age-wise A lot of the Christian radio at the moment, which is available, it tends to go for the older generation and it tends to be people who are saved already, which is great. They do a wonderful job. But if you're asking questions and you're searching, then there's not much out there. There's certainly nothing out there that does mixed format where you'll hear the likes of Coldplay, you'll hear Adele, and it's music that's familiar to you. So you want to continue to listen 
And then gradually over time, seeds are planted. You hear the short teachings that we do. Out of the news, we do a very short Bible verse. And all of this is designed to, I guess, answer these questions. And it's designed to be a toe in the water of what Christianity is all about. So we're targeting at people who are saved already. So we are an alternative to Christian radio in the UK at the moment. But we're focusing, I guess, more for the people who are asking questions. So we've got a real heart for or telling those who don't know about Jesus, you know, telling them who he is. Because believe it or not, as Christians, we tend to take it for granted that everybody knows who Jesus is. Everybody knows what the Christian faith is about, and they don't. We have lots of people who say, actually, I didn't know that Jesus existed. I didn't know that he's a real person. And we just want to be there for them. We want to get down to their level. We want to meet them where they are. And we want to be in the world, but of course not of the world. I was just sort of reminded of something we used to say on U1FM, that Christian radio is not radio for Christians, but it is radio about Christ. It's true, and I think that it can be very easy for us as Christians to stay in our comfort zone, to only listen to Christian music. Now, believe it or not, as a person who's been saved for many years and a person who's listened to a lot of radio and music, I don't just want to listen to Hillsong. I don't just want to listen to Bethel, but I also like appropriate music. I like music by Coldplay. I like Oasis. I like all these bands, and I think that God is at the heart of creativity. And whether or not Noel Gallagher knows that it's God who is placing these songs and these melodies on his heart, that's between him and his maker. But I think that when you hear a song like uh, Wonderwall, a song that Adele's wrote about heartbreak, I believe that God is in the centre of that because there's something going on there. It's not just a person sitting down and writing a record. There's something a lot deeper and spiritual about it there. You mentioned they're not always wanting to listen to Hillsong or Bethel music. So what sort of Christian music do you play on on Connect? Is it sort of the worship side, the more contemporary side, or do you have a, a good mix? So we play worship once a week, which is a Sunday evening on our worship show. And the reason we do that is because it's important that if you're a Christian and you want to be fed with that, then it's there for you. But if you're playing in daytime radio on a breakfast show um, about Jesus Christ being your saviour, as Christians, we know exactly what that means. But to a person, a white van man driving around Birmingham, that means nothing. It's just a complete different language almost. So uh, we don't play play worship apart from Sunday evenings. What we do play is, is good Christian music. And sadly, I think what's been happening, not recently, but for a long time, is that Christians have been getting away with doing some dreadful music. But just because it mentions Christ and it mentions the Christian faith, we're expected to listen to it and enjoy it. And I think that's not right, because a bad song, if it's Christian or not, is a bad record. It sounds cheesy, it sounds naff, but we only play good Christian music. So, for example, we've got the likes of Kobe James, we've got The Colour, we've got We Are Vessel, we've got Jeremy Camp. We've got some great, great artists. Uh, the new one from Martin Smith, Need to Breathe. And these are all artists and bands that they can keep up with the best of them. They can keep up with, uh, if we use that phrase, secular artists. They're as good, you know. So we play, if you listen to not just The Breakfast Show, but any show, you'll hear that there's actually not much difference in quality, if any, between us uh, going from Martin Smith into Sam Smith. 
You know, there isn't much difference between seventh time down uh, going into a brilliant song from Blur from 1995. So we just keep this real high quality of everything we do because we believe that we worship a God and he wants the best of us. And that should be represented in the production of the radio station, the presenters, the music, the teachings, everything that goes on air is the best quality. Brilliant. So if people listening to this podcast want to to get involved with Connect Radio, is there a way they can do that? How would they go about it? Yeah, so um, we are listener supported and we're commercially supported, I suppose, but uh, we're probably running at about 60-40 at the moment, uh, 60 listener supported and 40 uh, commercially supported. And it's great that people, because these have been difficult times and I'm blown away, the whole team is, by the fact that there's people who will donate their hard-earned money because we're a not-for-profit and they believe in what we're doing. So if you would like to support us financially, then go to our website. And I always think I need to say this, that it's Connect Radio with a K. So connect with a K, connect radio with a K. Uh, dot com. If you, if you go there, you'll be able to find links to everything, how to listen, how to support us, uh, how to even get involved, because, you know, there'll be many people listening to this now who've got skills. And we're a believer that if you've got something that you can bring to the table, it could be creative writing, it could be broadcasting, you may have a real passion for music, then get in touch with us and talk to us, because we're all of this family and we need your support to make this bigger. And it's our aim to be the biggest Christian radio station in the UK by 2025. And you can download the app. It's on the App Store. It's on the uh, Google Play Store. You can listen via smart speaker. Uh, find us on the socials. Everything you need, basically. If you search Connect Radio, you'll find us. And specific prayer points you would like us to, to remember in our, our prayers. So just pray that God's blessing continues over us because what tends to happen when you step out in faith in a new ministry or you're doing something that the devil doesn't like, attacks start. And that can be for our presenters, it can be financially. There's loads of different ways that the devil can sneak in there, I suppose. So just pray protection for us, really, because this has been a challenge for us. You know, uh, we're stepping out, trying something new. It's it's never been done before. Uh, so we want protection, uh, resources as well, whether or not it's with people, it's with finances uh, and prayer for contacts as well, because it's all about content, you know. So we want to get some great people on air and we want to change as many people's lives through the word of Christ as we possibly can. You gave us your, your website address earlier. All the contact information's on your website. Yeah, that's uh, connectradio.com. Uh, connect, as you would imagine it's spelt with a C, but it's with a K. Uh, connectradio.com. Uh, if you go to our website, everything that you need to know on there, uh, you can listen to previous shows, you can contact the presenters, uh, links to our socials, everything's there that you need and to donate as well. So that's connectradio, K-O-N-N-E-C-T radio.com. Perfect. Thank you very much, Gareth. Pleasure. Thank you very much. United 21 on New Wine FM. Well, that's it for United Breaks Out 2021. We hope you have enjoyed listening to our podcasts as much as we've enjoyed putting them together. Both us here at New Wine FM and the New Wine United team would love to hear your stories about how you have been blessed through United Breaks Out. So please get in touch. We can be emailed on newwinefm at gmail.com 
or found on Twitter at New Wine FM. And the New Wine team can be emailed on stories at new-wine.org or on Twitter at New Wine United. I'd like to thank the New Wine FM team here this weekend to Gary and Helen for hosting us, Jen, Mark, Dave and Sal for their work in interviewing and editing our content, to all our contributors and of course to you as well for listening. And all thanks go to Almighty God for blessing New Wine and all who have taken part across the different venues over the past few days. And we hope and pray we'll be able to meet together in Peterborough next year. From all here at New Wine FM, may God bless you. And our final thoughts this year come from Paul Harcourt. United Breaks Out has brought churches back together and it's been so great to see churches, even in simple ways, just by getting together to share a barbecue, a picnic, a fish and chips, supper, you know, all those different ways of people getting used to being back together, experiencing the joy of worshipping together. Um, people have gone really deep with each other and with the Lord. And I just get so many comments in from churches saying things like this. As we restart from small things, we look to the Lord for great things to come. This has been an amazing and blessed few days and so timely for us as a church. Another church, we fell in love with New Wine this week. United Breaks Out has been so fulfilling, uplifting and vital. And with New Wine Online, we're excited to know that we'll now be able to get our New Wine feed daily and weekly through the coming year. And that's really great because the event is a launch pad. We always say that a good new wine conference is one that makes a difference in the other 50 weeks of the year. And we have that opportunity to keep pressing further into God. The launch of the new wine online platform is an amazing opportunity for us to make this sense of connection and encouragement and encounter with God, something that is part of our everyday life and not just the high point of the year. I think everybody would understand that this has been an incredibly challenging time for, for everybody. It's been challenging for individuals, challenging for local churches, and particularly challenging for New Wine without the income from the summer conferences for two years now. But God has been so faithful. And as we come to the end of United Breaks Out, we look back over the last year and we're so grateful to the Lord for the way that he's led us, the decisions that he led us to, and there's been that sense that because God is leading us, we're just trying to be obedient. It gives us confidence that he hasn't finished with us yet, that there's a purpose for new wine, that there is a part that we are to play in helping churches, serving each other, that the local church will be set on fire with love for God and we'll be able to fulfill the exciting calling that God has on the church in the years to come. And we're really grateful for everybody that has connected with United Breaks Out and for standing with us. Um, we hope that people will, will, will find a new cause and a new family, that together we can really make a difference. So as we come to the end of United Breaks Out, we wanna say thank you above everything else to the Lord. This last, week has been a time where God's Spirit has refreshed so many, healed so many, recommissioned, re-envisioned so many. So Lord, our prayer is that you would take us. We thank you for the call in the last few days that we would go deep with you. 
and we commit ourselves, Lord. We know that that's not going to be a quick fix, but that is a, an insistent call that you are calling us to go deep and let your spirit work in our foundations. So continue to pour out your love into the depths of our lives. We know that we've been shaken and broken. And so as we rebuild, Lord, we pray that you would guide, that we would build back better. That everything that you want in our lives would have its rightful place. We thank you, Lord, for the depth of encounter in worship. And we pray that you would keep drawing us close to you through the year. And we thank you for the new sense of connection and community amongst the New Wine family. And so, Lord, I pray for the, the whole of the New Wine family, for every church, every leader, every person who is connected, that you would make us more together than we can be on our own. And as you pour out your spirit upon the church, we pray for revival and renewal in our land. Thank you that you have not abandoned us, Lord. And so we know that you will once again visit us and restore the honor of your name as the kingdom of God comes. Lord, we are available for any parts that you want us to play. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a podcast from New Wine FM. For more information, visit new-wine.org forward slash breaks out.